Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork pop out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick Way. And I have a lot of episodes to get out. <laughs> what the I fuck, am, Brad? <laughs> I am slacking. There's still one coming out a week, but we are recording them like quicker than I can get them out now. Okay. I just got to dump them all out for the people. Well, we go as far as you take us, man. So <laughs> there's, that's that. And I know? said, I think on the last episode that we're 10 years, 10 years in. Of Chicago Beer Pass. Can you believe that, man? Cheers to cheers to us. Cheers to us. I'll drink to that, you know? We did it. We've <laughs> made it as long as temperance. You know, I, we, every week I look across the table, I see Brad, we drink, and I'm a happy guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, this week we've got uh, some Metropolitan Afterburner. It's their Oktoberfest. We were at their event this past weekend. We'll get into it in a bit, but... Um, I tried to pick up Maplewood cans. We'll get into that too. They didn't have that, so here we are drinking this. Yeah, smooth and toasty and festive. Um, Oktoberfest is one of the best beers in the world. And last year, I don't know if we drank this on on an episode, but we drank it in our lineup. Mm -hmm. And we used Afterburner as our like control beer, our top ranking. Be like, it had to be. As good or better than Afterburn. I don't think anything got there. Maybe the Hopewell was above it. Yeah, it was. It's it's typically an exemplary. Well, you can't say exemplary example. It's 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 the definitive version in most cases locally. Right. And right now we were just talking in the pre-show. We're not loving it as much as we have in the past, especially these cans because we had that their event it was great on tap fucking half liters for everybody right that's yeah. where we started and so something uh it could be right now how we're feeling could be what we ate for dinner or lunch <laughs> and just feeling like a little more multi biscuity than i maybe want i think that's fair um there's no abv on here which is uh, kind of a surprise but, you know, I guess five to six or something. Yeah. But ABV would be nice, right? It's still a great beer. Because I remember Haymarket one year had an Oktoberfest, and it was 7.2%. And I remember this because I'm like, 7.2 is a lot. Yeah. It's pretty big. This was back in the festive, back when Festival was, you know, the fancy, and everybody went kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 7.2. So that's just, I'm just curious what the uh, ABV is. Oh, but, yeah, like what you're saying, um, a lot of times you drink it and, you know, think about it. We say that a lot about these beers. Just kind of appreciate, you know, the toasty, multi goodness, but then it kind of finishes clean, you know. And this has more of a uh, a linger, if you will, yeah. of, of the sweetness. There's a more of a sweetness linger than you remember. Yeah. I don't know what that. I don't know why it's doing that to me today, because it didn't do that Saturday. No. No. But anyway, we're still gonna enjoy this. We'll have some cans left as we do our like full lineup. So. We'll see. Maybe it's maybe this is right. And what when we do the lineup, we're like, this is the best example of it. And we're like, be like, this uh, alarmist one. It's called the worst October because it's the worst. And I don't have the I don't have the alarmist up here. That's but funny. you know, I was looking at the BJCP uh, definitions for uh, Oktoberfest because you know Oktoberfest and Vienna Lager are very similar, even when you read them. But they were saying, and I'm, this is about Alarmist, because we were saying the Alarmist beer was really happy and it reminded us of like a red ale. Yeah. And um, I think just reading the descriptions, it's like the Vienna Lager is supposed to have a, a lingering hop bite. Okay. 
versus the Oktoberfest where it should not, if you're recording them. So what we tasted was more of a Vienna lager. Oh, from Alarmus? Yeah. Okay, I guess that... Let's get into this because we actually have a lot to talk about. We got uh, five to seven breweries we hit up. We got a rumor that we heard and the Great American Beer Fest Awards. That's right. We that got, happened. That's right. So Friday, we kick things off with the 10-year Temperance and their Oktoberfest. Um, Evanston, Illinois. It was our first stop. It was gonna be the, uh, the the pregame, if you will, to the uh, to the romp down to uh, Old Fulton. Right, and they had food cooking. They had some banners up. Some fella in the back slanging hot sauce. Which is weird for an Oktoberfest event, but I guess okay for your ten year party. This felt like we should have a party, guy. Like, let's get this together. Come on. And so I was like, well, let's just put two together. We don't have time to plan two parties. Let's just say 10-year slash Oktoberfest because it's your 10-year. That should be an event. Or or just don't tell us tell us it's a 10-year party. It should be one of the two. 10 years, 10 years is huge, right? 10 years is a milestone. And let's start. Congratulations to those guys because I do like uh, that Barely Series Mike Meese, right? Um, I do like Gate Crasher. Basement party. Oh, basement party. Yeah. Um, Fucking one of the uh, best beers in Chicago land. It's no joke. It's really <laughs> fucking good. Um, yeah, so I like those guys. Um, but you tell us as a party, it should be a party, right? So my man, you know, selling the uh, hot sauce in the back and the guy cooking, it just kind of felt like a incidental thing. It didn't feel like it didn't feel very intentional. It didn't well, like a normal weekend at Temperance, right? I mean, you know. Like, first of all, Oktoberfest itself is a bash. If if for if nothing else is going on, yeah. If you release an Oktoberfest, you should have a bash. Sure, we were there early evening, so maybe it got crazy. But you started at noon. Mm-hmm. Your doors opened at noon. Yeah. You should have. I don't know. The guy puts the tuba thing that the oh, Oktoberfest. I, I can't think of the name of the band. But you can like picture I, like a, right. like a oompa band. <laughs> Yeah, and they're going nuts. There's like uh, French horns. There's tubas. Yeah. There's like ten of them, and they got they're dressed and they're getting busy. Yeah, marching through the crowd, all kinds of shit. Where is that? You know, especially coming from fucking uh, Temperance because they have this massive space where they throw these concerts. I was telling Brad on the way up, like, man, I've seen fucking KRS One here. I've seen Slick Rick here. You know, I've seen some really cool parties here. So mm-hmm. this was kind of a surprise that it wasn't. I kind of felt like they just tapped a beer. And it did not feel like a party yeah. at all. So and then, uh, so that was our first impression of this. And then, in order to get the Stein, right? Which they had very nice Stein. It was, um, you know, most Steins are dimpled, like the Metro one we're drinking out of. Theirs had a design where it was um, kind like of a rope. Yeah, it kind of felt like really giant rope design around. It, it was a good looking Stein. And looked good. But in order to even drink out of the Stein, you had to buy the Stein. You had to commit to buying the whole damn Stein. Uh, so, which was like another $12, I think. Might be 14 14 so it was like probably like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, because you got to fill it. Yeah, for yeah. the fill and the Stein, yeah. maybe 22 I liked it enough that I wanted a picture with it, but I didn't like it enough to own another Stein. Yeah, guys like us were going, uh, you know, to try the beer and to check in. But let's be honest, it's Oktoberfest. We're going to drink out of Steins, right? I mean, or a boot. Or a boot. I'd take a boot. <laughs> I'll take a boot. We should have said that when they told us uh, we can't have the Stein, because they flat out told us you got to buy the Stein. Or you can't drink out of the Stein. We should have asked them. Well, okay, that's cool. We'll take a boot. That should have been. <laughs> that should have been our rebuttal. <laughs> they were. They basically said they were worried they'd run out, and like we are going to have this one and give it back to you. Yeah, you'll so, be fine. So your 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 mug club won't miss it. You know, fucking hit it with the washer that's got the three things and let's go. Yeah, we'll be we'll be done. We're going to have leftover steins because people aren't gonna buy all these steins. Yeah, and maybe that's part of it. the thing too. They didn't they didn't want to buy all these steins, so they had a very Small amount of steins. Yeah, Metro, they're good. They got we got stein. They got steins all year round. Different, different, whole different 
animal. Whole different animal yeah. there. Uh, but the beer, good. Picked yeah. up some cans. Have some cans, uh, uh, I think, in the fridge or in my backpack or whatever. So we'll dive into those at some point. It was solid. Then we were looking at the map. We are going to go to from Evanston to Goose Island, Fulton. Yeah, so Chicago Brewing District. We look at the map. Five hours. It's legit fucking every bit of like 56 minutes in this right. giant. And we're like, whoa. That's a little far. That's a bit much. Do we have a stop? How do we how do we uh, subsidize this route here? How do we uh, how do we break this up? Rather than looking really somewhere in the middle, we went with the closest stop, <laughs> Alarmist. So we're in our mind, we're like, well, it gets us a little bit south, not much south. At least it gets us to the highway. But I was only stopping if they had an Oktoberfest, because if they if they didn't have Oktoberfest, we weren't going to go. True. True. And this was the first year they did Oktoberfest. They called it the worst. Worst fest, and like Nick was saying, it was more of Vienna lager than Oktoberfest. It was good beer. It had a, a very noticeable hop finish, yeah, which was pleasant. Just not what you use. Not when we drink them all in a row like this, it's not something that you find in most of them. Right, it's gonna stand out when we put in the lineup. Yeah, no mugs. No, I think uh, so. Two were two oh or oh two on we're, the mugs. We're oh for two on the mugs. Here we are. Oktoberfest weekend, looking drinking two Oktoberfest, no mugs. I think they they kind of said hey, and they didn't make a big deal out of it. They're like yeah, we tapped the beer, the mugs would have been here with a day advance, and we didn't want to risk it. So right, because if you got the mugs, you're gonna blow it out and tell people to come, and then what if the mugs uh, don't show up a day? Yeah, because we got to talk to Gary Gully our whole time at. Alarmist. So. Super fun, by the way. He's a very likable guy. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of what is happening over there. They now have a new brewer. They yeah. got rid of the new belt, the person from New Belgium. Um, she just wasn't working out for them. Um, seems like they've got things going in the right direction now. Yeah, and we also understood the um, uh, the science of awards, if you will, right. Because my impression as a consumer is that people who win awards, most people don't care about awards. They're coming to these places. They're going because they want to go. Yeah. They don't give a fuck if you won awards or not. But then I think if you're selling beer and you're working with a distributor, I think that can be a needle mover for you as a producer if you got this award. Now you have more priority in this catalog of beers. Right. They know yeah. this is a good beer that's probably going to sell. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody's getting behind it probably a little bit with a little bit more aggression. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounds like. So, yeah. So that's that's something interesting. I didn't, hadn't really thought about it like that. Right. I'm like, well. So we were also one and done there. And then, you know, we could have probably stopped somewhere else, but we bit the bullet and made it to Goose Island Fulton. Yeah. 312 three. block party. Yeah. Um, this is their big party. This is their largest mm -hmm. annual party. Party. Yeah. This is the block party. Last year we rolled up first beer, I think was a Oktoberfest from uh, on tour. Yeah. Disappointment. Nobody liked it. Yeah. yeah. This time I roll up first beer I get, Green Line. You got the Green Line? I got the Green Line. Okay. I was like, I hadn't had a Green Line in a long time. Environmentally friendly. Um, I think that was the push. That was a push. I don't yeah. Know but now I think they just, I don't know what the deal is. Um, I think the first beer I got was a Paloma Saison. Oh, okay. With, like, uh, tequila or something. Right. It was 8.3. It was a little much. I should have got something smaller. It was, it was pretty big. I, well, that, because we did a few laps, and then we went into the pub where Bourbon County was triple Bourbon County. Bourbon County flowed out of this joint. They got the lines, the velvet ropes. They got the bucket where you throw your fucking uh, token. There's a guy on a megaphone and, and instructing you where to go. Get your beer and get out. <laughs> right. There's, um, I don't know, I would say at least four or five people behind the bar, different stations with your little uh, cup of BCS already there. And it's the vault. You know, I think they're doing what? I would say six at a time. And every hour it changes, something like that. Right. So. Did we both get, I think we both got two. I grabbed Triple and Jungle Bird. Yeah, so 2022 prop. And I think I grabbed, uh, I definitely grabbed vanilla. And I think I grabbed. Um, you got 
the anus, the anise oh, one. Oh, I got a uh, biscotti. This Fucking motherfucker Sam, was like sambuca. I think it's good. I think I it think might, it's good. I think, I think it might be good. I don't know. It's he, at, at some point. I was walking out. <laughs> he's like taking his head, be like, shouldn't have done it. At some point. <laughs> At some point, this anise has to fall out of this biscotti. You would think, right? It's waiting for the ass to drop. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a year of too much fucking anise in this beer. I'm like, you know what? I think today's today. I drink this beer, and it is every bit of the same amount of uh, anise when I had it. It is still Sambuca. And I'm like, God damn, I was rooting for you, man. <laughs> uh, Jungle Bird one, nice. Yeah. Uh, not as like... Uh, falling in love as we first, when I first had it, and then triple was just it was just too big. Yeah, triple I think sounded better on paper. Yeah, I had to get it though because never seen triple. It's eighteen point eight percent, very sharp edges, lots of heavy oak, mm-hmm. right, um, and some bitterness. You know what I liked about the Jungle Bird man? It's it's starting to age nicely. It almost kind of rounds into more. Sweet chocolate, kind of coconutty a little bit. Yeah. Like that's still tropical, but in a different way. Yeah, I, I still liked it. Um, I thought the vanilla was good. And then you went back in and got some other one, another oh, one. Right. Too. I think because I think biscotti was my second round. Oh. So I think I got uh, vanilla and something else, and I'm drawing a blank on what it was. Okay. You know what was really good though that you pointed me in the direction of? The pilsner. Yeah, the pocket pills. Yeah. Pocket pills was good, man. Um, that was coming in cans. And then I got a, a pour of Goose Island's Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Eh, fine. It was fine. Fine. Um, but we did hear, while we were wandering around there, yeah. that Great Central might be done? Gone? Yeah. Like, selling? I was a little unclear of, like, what the wording that we were told to us. Definitely some turmoil. Yeah. Like, that might cease... Pr- it might cease operations is sure. what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, writings on the wall. We talk about it a lot. Um, a lot of breweries, namely Sketchbook and, and uh, Irving, Old, Old Irving, Irving, decided they'd rather build second breweries than, than to deal with them. And, um, yeah, things don't really sound very promising over there. So right. I wonder what, what the deal is. So you may hear something about Great Central closing or changing hands maybe? It's a big brewery for if Maplewood's the main person making beer there, it could just be Maplewood taking it over. Oh, yeah, right? That's actually a good point. It might become the Maplewood Brewery. I hadn't thought and about that. And they contract out some of the other stuff then? For sure, right? Because it's a, it's a really cool space. Unless there's something like fundamentally wrong with like machinery in there, this is kind of on paper like the dream uh, location. Right. Size and and actual location. It sounds kind of perfect for what they do. Uh, but yeah, you're right, man. Fucking, um, well, Pilot Project, Contract Brews now on a massive scale up in Milwaukee. Uh, even um, Brickstone and and Distill down in Normal, they both contract brew now. Okay. So, I mean, there's other players in the, in the space if they don't. Church Street. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah, we forgot about Church Street. Right on the other side of the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other players in town, man. There's other players pretty close that can do the thing if if, if Great Central's going to fumble it. Right. So that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, good little 312 event. They had food cart or food trucks. They had the beer hugs area set up again that was way less, like, cool. I feel like 2022 was the big beer hugs push. Yeah. And the 2023 is like, that might not have worked out. They got a lot of people drinking beer hugs, but they may not have gotten a lot of people drinking other Goose or AB beers. Yeah, they ran it back. It was like the exact same setup as before. Um, I noticed that the 312 phone booths there, which were cool, but they didn't have any phones in them. Right. You know? And we noticed there was no phones because there was an empty space where the phone would go. They so should, yeah, they should have phones and then had them hooked up so you could talk to, like, if you picked it up, you could talk to one of the other booths. Oh, for sure. And like, now you got some cool images of you making an old school payphone call. Right. Because yeah. without the phones, 312, the tap handle is a phone. Yeah. 
does anyone who's 25 and under even know that? It's just 312 at that and point. And 30 and under know that? Oh, that there were pay phones and... That there are pay phones, that the 312 area code is a thing. And that was Chicago's only area code at one point. All right. of Chicago was 312. Yeah. I don't know if they know. I don't think so either. Yeah. So I think having the phones could have been a nice touch, especially if you had the tap handle phone so it looked like it and everything. I think so too. Yeah. Um, the bands were there. The weather was perfect. Um, yeah, and they pull out a lot of beers, just like you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good vibe because it takes up uh, two whole, pretty much two whole city blocks. The block that they're on, Fulton and Wood, and then whatever the next block is where Old Irving and uh, Great Central are. Yeah. So two full blocks mm-hmm. of action, two totally different vibes because there's DJ on one, bands on the other. It's a good hang, man. Yeah. It's a good hang. It's a solid Friday. Saturday rolls around. I have my list in front of me. There was hope to go to Lux Carnival. Uh, Illuminate its second anniversary in that space. Oh, at the lodge. Yeah. We didn't make it. Nah. You know, you know. Some days, some days you're like, Norwood Park seems close, and some days you're like, Norwood Park might as well be uh, scratch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a group I'm in on Facebook. Uh, some days. You get the beer. Some days the beer gets you. Oh. <laughs> you know, so, sometimes you just, you're just like, eh. It, it sounds like a good idea until it's time to go. Okay. No. But we decided to hit up the Brewer's Triangle Oktoberfest events. Yeah. I rolled up on the scooter in my leaderhosen. Yeah. Brad is uh, leaderhosing down uh, everything. The socks, the fucking hat. This is a good look. You're right. Committed. I looked pretty great. Riding the scooter down the street. <laughs> it's like, if I do say so myself, I am killing this whole scooter leader hosing combo. Um, yeah, and it was good too because I, I rode my bike. So I show up, I don't know, I don't know, five, 10 minutes after Brad. And this place is completely packed. And the only reason I know it's Brad is because he's rocking the leader hosing. So I got a spot from across the room. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Brad's at the register. I was a little disappointed because Doug. Last year we went to this. Doug was like on point with his leader hose. Yeah. This year he like phoned it in. A little subdued, huh? Yeah. Maybe he was going hard on Friday and this but Saturday would be your big day. Yeah, maybe um He spilt some like accident maybe. He spilt a sausage on there and he's like, Oh yeah, you can't walk around with the stains. Yeah. You know, I got the soft leather fucking straps and now it's stained. I had to get to the dry cleaner, they didn't have it in time. You know know what happened. Uh, but we hung around there for a little bit. It was crazy packed, had their Oktoberfest, half liter, and then I told Nick I had saw that there was a coffee version called the Morning Afterburner. Yeah, which is a great name. It's the Oktoberfest on Nitro Coffee. Everything sounds good about this. The name sounds great. Yeah. Coffee? Afterburner? And you know, it's also a good-looking beer, too. You yeah. You know, with the tight foam head. It and was the, a little darker. A little cascading effect, you know. It looks good. Everything. Everything's mm-hmm. ready. But. So I got a six-ounce pour. Looks. Uh, paper was better than taste. Yeah, I was more on board with the OG Oktoberfest. But, you know, I think that's Metro's thing for this party, though, because they're selling so much beer, and they want to offer some variety. Um, oh, but they had, like, a basic bitch one. Uh, that's what Lori and Heather were saying, which is, I think, like, pumpkin spices, right? I think so. Oh, or, that might have been inside. It was inside, yeah. It was, like, a spiced version. So they had different versions of Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. see, I should have tried that. I was a little disappointed because we were going to the other spots, uh, they had a Maplewood beer on, like a, they probably had Charlton, Charlton on, or and I'm with their IPAs, and they had Ravinia's like other one on. Probably Diversity Pale or something. Yeah, why not just have everyone's Oktoberfest at the Oktoberfest event for that day? I think you're right. We know you're, we know you're the Triangle, and we know you have other brewers on. Right. But for this party, have some of their Oktoberfest on. I'm not there to drink the IPA. I came to Metro for the lagers. Oh, there happens to be another log. Uh, let's see how it compares versus like, I guess I'll try this IPA now. And like, That's a good point. 
Get um, out of my flow. Yeah. On the flip side of that, um, if you drink it there, are you then going to the other two? Because they want you to walk to all three. Right. You may not. But we walked to Ravinia. We did. They wouldn't let us in. Right. Super easy walk, by the way. I had never walked it. Yeah. I was concerned. I, I want to say like what, two blocks, right? Two and a half blocks? Right. Easy. And Because last year we rode our bikes from Metro to Ravinia, which is a little harder because I think we went down Elston and came back around Diversity. So. Uh, but you can just walk like straight shot kind of. Yeah, one of these side streets. I think it's uh, down Maple. They were like, we're, it's after five. We're shutting down. Someone booked our space. Yeah, because they have like the big food truck out there. I think they're going to like, I don't know, roast something or whatever. No, they already did that. Oh, they did it. Oh, so we we were watching them take it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got there and the door was locked and there were folks in and we we're just like, well, what's going on? So we got there, like you said, after five, it became um, a private party. Right. And I feel like that was a mistake because you have this brewer's trend. People were walking. We saw back a lot of forth. folks that clearly looked like they were coming from a brewery. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand. Your inside is closed for a private party. Keep the outside going. Pour beer. They got to upstairs. Put the party upstairs. Yeah. Or put the Oktoberfest up. Well, if there's only one route upstairs, that means right. the party's got to be But upstairs. yeah, keep going in the parking lot. You there's, have that parking lot. There's probably no bathrooms upstairs. You could have left the porter party outside and just had beer pouring. If the if the inside, let's just say all of the inside is, is spoken for for this party, yeah, they got a giant lot. I've been in parties in that lot. Yeah, or just have one little garage door open and someone's like, we'll just do an Oktoberfest plastic cup parking lot kind of thing. We're closed inside right now. This is all we got. Yeah. We don't even have a bathroom. Give us a smaller version of the triangle thing so people can complete the triangle. Right. Yeah. Because now... We couldn't have the Ravinia's Oktoberfest, even though it's not that far. I'm not likely to go there now. That was my chance. Yeah. To get their Oktoberfest. Yeah. So that was a fail. So we this for those keeping score at home, this would be the fourth brewery. We drank at three. And out of the three, we only had one uh, stein. We only had one stein. Yeah. All right. So then we're off to Maplewood. The pig had already been roasted, so the pig head was just chilling out there. Yeah. Had shades on, had a hat on. Yeah. These, they ran out of their draft Oktoberfest. Is that what it was? This is what I think happened because, okay. which Ravinia, listen, Matt, Maplewood ran out of Oktoberfest. Then they're giving everyone Oktoberfest in cans. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're about to leave. Can I get a four-pack of cans? They're like, no, we sold. We're out. <laughs> they literally sold all Damn. the draft Oktoberfest they had Wow. and all the cans. Ravinia, you closed. How much money did you get from these people renting that space? Yeah, that's true. No way. That's true. On an event like that where... Maplewood was out of Oktoberfest. And we don't know the details, but from a distance, you you might have been better off just giving them their deposit back, plus some, and still made you still made out. Because uh, then we got another beer at Maplewood. That money should have went to Ravinia because yeah. we were gonna do a beer at every one. No, it, it was I, it's an interesting decision from Ravinia. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that it went down that way. Mm-hmm. But good for Maplewood. They sold all their Oktoberfest. And they had just everyone in the street. Uh, yeah. This kind of felt like a hang at, um, what well, I don't know. We're literally all just kind of drinking along the train in the alley. Yeah. It just kind of felt like a very chill fucking summer night, you know? I, I, I was, I, you know, I, let me tell you something about the Maple Room. <laughs> it's, it's at the end of a residential block. It's literally a lounge that uh, makes beer and it distills. It is entirely too fucking loud in here. Right. But their vibe on a day like this, a 10. It's just like, here's your beer. 
We don't care where you, where you drink that. <laughs> we, we literally don't care. Just like take your stuff and go. Uh, I mean, and everyone's fucking chilling in the alley. The only thing it was missing, because at the other end of the alley is a movie theater and the old Owen and Ninja. Yeah. So that would have been a great little, because I think a lot of people probably would have ended up there. At Owen and Ninja? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was chill, man. I'm sitting up having a can of uh, Oktoberfest, chatting it up. Yeah, with no Owen and Ninja, we made our way to Ludlow. Mm-hmm. Liquors, great burger. Really? And I think it's, is it $10 or $11? It's a little small, but I'm really good. I didn't even know they had food. I thought they did like pop-ups and shit. So. No, they got food. Killer burger, great price, and serving it like pretty late into the night. I like Ludlow. That's the old, um... fuck, I forget the name of it, but it's Ludlow now. And huge outdoor space. Yeah, so, yeah it's just, a really good bar. Ludlow's a good bar. Leader hose and chilling out there, but nice. Maplewood's Oktoberfest couldn't buy cans, so they won't not likely be in the lineup unless I see them at uh, Binnie's or something. Uh, that's funny. I thought the can thing was on purpose, but they were out of the, the port. I think so. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Yeah. It was. I think we we said it when we we're drinking this. It's it was mid. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Like I'm not like. Oh, this is this is this is rad. Oh, this this is not good. It was right down the middle. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was our solid weekend of Oktoberfest, and like that was the big weekend. I think everything was going down. I was a little concerned because last year when we did the Oktoberfest thing, um, well, it was a mess, you know, um, <laughs> to say the least. But it was all on one day, yeah. so I was concerned. Oh, how's this going to turn out over two days? We are not. Are we capable of handling ourselves for two days of fest? But it worked out. Okay. You know? I was going to try to get over to Old Irving on Sunday. just didn't happen. Sometimes you get the beer, man. Sometimes the beer gets you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you kept going. You went uh, New Glarus? You go up to New Glarus? Or you no, I had that from a summer run. Okay. To um, I didn't go all the way up. I went to just the, uh, what do you call it? Mars Cheese Castle. Okay. But then you went over to this Guinness drone firework thing. Yeah, man. Shout out to Guinness. They had kind of alluded to this happening. And, you know, I happened to see a drone show the week before at Navy Pier. And I was so impressed by this fucking drone thing. I didn't even know it was a thing. I was impressed by the scale. I was telling Brad, probably at uh, Maplewood, when you think about the, um, the Ferris wheel at Navy Pier, these drones are actually putting on images that are like twice the size they're dwarfing the fucking ferris wheel so yeah you know if you hear there's a drone show it's going to be a sight to see right yeah. i think on the last episode we were saying we weren't invited to the friends and family i guess we're not friends but we were invited to the media event yeah and we missed the invite yeah i think we just kind of overlooked it you know maybe it, one day we'll, it we'll... came in like five hours <laughs> before the day of that's kind of that's a bit intense you know, that's uh, uh, a bit much, you know. Give me more than one day notice, <laughs> please. If I would have saw it on Sunday. Then you could have been like, yo, what's up? And I could have been like, oh, well, shit. Yeah. Let's figure it out. But seeing it Monday, we're not <laughs> getting it Monday, but not seeing it until Wednesday was like, oh, I'm not checking these that often. Yeah. Um, so we missed the preview, but Guinness Chicago opening a brewery is open. Right, and it looks like they got maybe uh, five or so beers brewed here, along with the original stuff coming from Dublin and some options from Baltimore. Which is surprising, knowing how where when Haymarket opened, they didn't have beer, their own beer yet. Yeah. Because they got the license to open, oh. and then they got the license to brew. So this means Guinness. You're right. Had the brewing license for a while haymarket had an awning and just weren't ready to open and haymarket i don't think was branded yet and they had a neon in the window but it was someone else's uh neon. Oh. it was neon for another brewery so you didn't you, if you knew that if you knew it was opening you knew that it was haymarket but okay. they, you didn't know it was haymarket but you had to know right i mean we knew not because <laughs> but it you had, didn't know you didn't know because there was no signs that said it was haymarket <laughs> Uh, so we hope to make it over to Guinness here soon and see what's up there. Yeah, it looks like they got a full kitchen. They open at 8. Yeah. Because it's a bakery. Oh. Now, you know, um, well, what is it? Middlebrow doesn't do this now. Now they open at like 11. 
But ever is a, a time when Middlebrow opened at 8 a.m. But why would you go to Middlebrow? Because they got breakfast. They got, like, you know, their bakery, they do muffins and uh, scones and cinnamon rolls and shit. This place does it all. Wine, beer, cider. They, they're not, I'm, pizza, I'm not going to say they're bread. allergic. They do the pizza. I'm not going to say they're allergic to beer, but they talk about how beer, they can't drink it all the time because they feel bloated. So then they just start making wine. So now they're a winery. But we make bread because, you know, bread doesn't make us bloated <laughs> at all. I don't think they sound like that. <laughs> 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 I had, I had, I had an extra. Every time she talked, to, every time she said something, somebody, I'm like, "This is the same voice that you said your dad sounded like." I know this girl don't sound the same way. Oh, oh, but the point is, if uh, you could probably get a pint at like eight a.m. Oh, probably maybe yeah. Because you could get fucking beer at Maplewood at not Maplewood at uh, Middlebrow at nine a.m. Okay, that was the point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's some more. Oh yeah, let's do it. Uh, then you, the other stuff you did make, which gets into our, our rumor we heard, uh, you were at Salt Shed. Yeah, man. Um, I gotta be honest, it's probably my favorite fucking venue nowadays. It used to be House of Blues. House of Blues is my spot because there's three bars at House of Blues inside. I guess I gotta go, but I was talking to someone just about Salt Shed. Logistically, it fucking sucks. Dude. There's no... I'm not going to take a bus there, but there's no buses. There is no bus because it's on Elston. There's no bus runs on Elston. Right. There's no other. The closest L would be Division. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. It's in a odd. You could take the Division, begin Division Blue Line or Division, is it Red Line stop the other way? You'd have have to get off. And then you'd take the Division bus. Well, Clybourne, you'd get off at. Oh, yeah, Clybourne. You get off at the Clybourne stop on the red line, which is the Apple store, basically, and, yeah. and walk across the river. You could do that. That might be okay. Um, but it's, then, on, it's on Goose Island. And then someone else was saying that like the last time the parking lot was gravel. The parking lot is still gravel. And here's the thing. And the road is, there's a train track down the middle of the road. It's terrible. And you can't park in the nearest parking. There's a massive parking lot, but it's valet only. So you go to this thing. Now I gotta find fucking street parking by Jack's Pumpkin Pop Up a block away because the nearest parking is gonna cost me like fifty dollars. Right. Everyone around there wants fifty American dollars for you to fucking park. That part is bullshit. Right. Yeah. This so. is like a logistic disaster. Build a parking garage. They Just gotta build a parking garage. So and uh, I think we were saying. I think the guys were saying uh, at Maplewood that uh, Saltshed doesn't even own this parking that they're doing valet on. Oh. So the minute those developers decide something else goes up, then there's now, no parking. Now there's no parking, and this place holds because the the chef from Goose Island was out there. Yeah, he's like, this venue holds four thousand five hundred on the inside, and another five thousand on the outside. So you're talking almost ten thousand people, and no in Chicago and no parking. Isn't that illegal? That's bullshit. Yeah, that it's, feels illegal. Like because I'm, I'm calling the cops. Because technically, like when they build some of these places, you're like, oh, why? Like you need some sort of like almost like a place for the water to go, and then you need a parking garage because yeah. you have to support the people that can go into these places. I love I love how we turned into like this um civic responsibility podcast all of a sudden as we're drinking beer. <laughs> and I'll tell you another thing. How am I supposed to drive there and drink <laughs> and then get home safely? The laws are very clear on this shit. No, no, but but they need an Elston bus. Something, yeah. They did say. Um, a shout out to Goose because they were there slinging um, Smash Burgers, and Goose Island's brewery is moving from Clybourne to Salt Shed. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Salt Shed main entrance is a dead end right now. It stops at the river. Okay. Uh, the Goose guys are saying that the city's going to build a bridge to the other side. So you they want to get traffic from the other side of the river because the fucking casino is going to be on the other side of the river. Right. So then someone's like, okay, well maybe we get a water taxi. Yeah. Because, which... Well, Water yeah. Taxi does open up your suburban market because it's at uh, Ogilvy Stop and a Chinatown Stop, and it comes so from... So once the casino's there, yeah. I think when the casino's there, you're going to see a water taxi. Yeah, because right now there's no... The closest water taxi goes up to North Ave. Right. But you can take a water taxi from Chinatown all the way up to North Ave. And actually, if you haven't done that for five bucks, it's very I haven't cool. done it, but it's very... It's not all year... It's not year-round because, yeah. Oh, and it's like 40, it's like fucking forty and minutes. And it doesn't happen very often. You have to like, smoke, especially you, up that way. Uh, no, it's not a frequent <laughs> stop right now. Um, and you have to smuggle beers on. They're not selling beers on the water. Okay, 
but it is very cool. Um, yeah, salt shed. But you were drinking the t- collaboration between Run the Jewels. Yeah, so this is uh, the tenth anniversary. So we talked about the first tenth anniversary of Run the Jewels as a group. Oh, sure. But then the tenth anniversary of that the beer they made with them, mm. I, I believe. So did they brew it again then? No, well, it's not the same beer. Remember oh. that was a hoppy wheat ale. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and this was a golden ale. So if you're keeping so, score, so it's Blackhawks Pale, or no, it's is it the White Sox beer rebranded? Is the White Sox beer that was rebranded as the Blackhawks beer and now rebranded as Run the Jewels? Hmm. Why does Goose have so many golden ales? <laughs> now the Blackhawks is a pale ale. Oh, it's thank a pale you. ale. Thank you, Brad. Blackhawks is a pale ale. So <laughs> golden ales were socks and this RTJ beer. And no one's gonna. It's not like Oktoberfest. We're not gonna do a fucking. Side by side. Everyone's stoned at Run the Jewels, I'm sure. And they're uh, like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. Okay, uh, just give me something. Yeah. So, um, this can, the can artwork at this thing's really cool. I love the cans. Oh, and then they run completely out. So, you know how Run the Jewels doing four nights there. So, this night one, RTJ won. The album is only 33 minutes long. Okay. But RTJ does songs off the other album. So, RTJ set runs 90 minutes. Plus an hour for one of their DJs. Oh. So I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to go get another one of these beers, and I'm going to get a shot. And I'm like, we sold out of the beers. But they did have the City Water. Well, okay. For, nice. Which is another RTJ collab. What are they doing for the other nights? What did they do? I don't know. Well, this was night one. But did they have more beer? Or I, was that like, that's all we got? These fuckers drank up all the beer. Yeah, they drank up all the, they drank up all the RTJ beer. There's <laughs> other beers. They drank all the RTJ collab beer funny yeah. which like goes into this rumor we were hearing because salt shed is basically going to print money for goose island i mean right yeah you could sell the same beer and just slap the band's logo on it or Every just call time. it this or you just make a new beer and call it like backstage or they, whatever they are going to crush it at this is the official brewery of Basically, the newest neighborhood in Chicago that includes a fairgrounds, a salt shed, a music fairgrounds, yeah. and a fucking casino, and a new fucking water taxi stop. They're gonna kill it. Right. It's basically being the only beer at the United Center. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have no other option, and this is all you have. Um. Yeah. Now, now, when you walk into uh, Salt Shed, um, they do have, they do have what they call a beer cave. And in the beer cave, I'm like, well, where's the goose beer? They're like, oh, you got to get that inside. Oh. But on the outside, they're selling, um, I would say, maybe a cooler with, like, maybe uh, seven or eight beers. Okay. Y- usual suspects. Other craft, like. Maplewood, uh, Dovetail. Uh, half acre. $14 each, by the way. Okay. You want a Hellas from, you want a 4.2% Hellas from Dovetail, you need 14 bucks. That's almost what it is. At the size game. Anywhere. Or, yeah, <laughs> any, any music venue, that's true. Yeah. That's um, what Lone Wolf's charging. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, outside of but inside though, it's mostly booze and pretty much just a good right. shit. Okay, so this like this gets into this crazy rumor that we heard over one of our Oktoberfest yeah. days yeah. stops that A B has sold slash probably sold since the wording was given goose island back to the halls but they would have had to sell it but cheaply has given has gotten ab has gotten rid of goose island we heard this um well you know this was this is factually happened with one of the constellation brands the guys who i, I can't tell you which brewery offhand we'll, we'll say it next week if it matters one of those guys constellation brands sold them back their brewery okay because they were interviewing, they were being interviewed on like the Brew Round Pod. Uh, hey, what's it like to get your fucking brewery back? Because they sold to Constellation, and then they and a couple years later, Constellation said you can you can buy it back if you want. Okay. So this sounds a lot a little similar to something that happened with Constellation, right? Where Goose is, if you listen to the rumor, Goose is going back to the Hall of Fame. Now John, now now John Hall, God bless him. It's like eight hundred years old. He's like eighty years old. Hundred. And. <laughs> His, Greg Hall, the f- creator of Urban County Stout, is his son. He said he said he never wanted to be he never wanted to run Goose Island. 
I don't understand. The, and we talked, me and Brad talked about this. If you look at the Bell's Brewery uh, well, hierarchy or, you know, whatever yeah. it is, we pass it down, succession. Um, uh, Larry Bell wanted to pass it down to his daughter. And, but his daughter had no interest in it. I think she was more into cider than beer. So then Larry Brown ended up selling the fucking New Belgium or whoever he sold to. Right. Get into why this is like kind of ridiculous in a sec, but one reason that I could see this happening was maybe AB wants to get rid of Goose Island. Well, they just got rid of eight brands. Yeah. So word got out that they were going to sell it to Nick Capital. Oh. And your venture capital, you're just going to rip it apart for pieces and be like, okay, we're Bourbon County. That seems like the only beer you need to make. That's all you're going to make. We're going to sell all these other things. And it would just become a piecemeal of things. Be like shutting down the uh, salt shed. We're shutting down all the everything else. You're just going to make Bourbon County or whatever. Whatever would happen. We're going to sell everything else. Greg Hall doesn't. Greg Hall, well, John Hall wants this like legacy kind of like he's still alive. He doesn't want to see like this thing he built be ripped apart for pieces, yeah. right? So there could have been, like, he heard about it. Maybe he was able to take some of that money that he got from them and be like, well, I have more now because I invested it, and you just want to sell it back to me cheaper than, yeah, okay. And then let's be, let's be real. You can, if, you, if you're a John Hall, you can take a loan out, and the banks will say, you know what, John Hall? You, sir, are good money. How much do you want? So he's got, he, he's got access to buy this thing back. So sure, but then... Why this is ridiculous, uh, Goose Island is the biggest of all the AB craft brands, Probably right? Probably the most successful that they acquired, for right. sure. Um, sure, we know beer is not doing as well as it was, and AB seems to be leaning into a lot of the non-alcoholic, low-calorie things. Like, where was, speaking of that, where was uh, the locale at Goose Island? Remember that one? Oh, I do. Solo? Like, solo. What was it called, Solo? I know you're good. I like Solo. It was good. It had a nice hoppiness. Having a Solo. Had a nice little hoppy bite. Yeah. Um, Uncle Dave Totes. I, I, I like he, Solo. He was pouring it. But anyway, off topic. So AB seems to be leaning into these uh, non-alcoholic and, uh, I don't know, just like low-calorie beers because that's where the market kind of is because you can charge the same price. For a cheaper product, really, right? Less expensive, yeah. Less, yeah, the ingredients are but cheaper, yeah. Goose Island is so big, they have brew pubs in China, in London. If you're the halls and you take this back over, it's now this massive brand that you don't know how to manage. you got to bring either a whole bunch of people in, and is AB getting rid of it because they're like, we don't think this is making money, so then, or do you just fire a bunch of stuff and like bring it back to Chicago. It's in all 50 states. It's a global brand. Um, their top-selling beers are made at AB facilities. Right. Uh, the IPA. As much as we probably don't drink these beers, we drink, we're more likely to drink 312 yeah, like than I the think IPA. Last year I said I drank 312 more than any other beer so all year. Their top beers, 312 and IPA, are not even made at Goose. Right? So this is a real, if, if this is true, most of, most of what makes you lucrative is made at AB. So you're going to be basically contract brewing most of your brands. Right, or do you scale it all back and... No, I don't think you do take that. Over, take over Great Central? Now you can brew everything. Oh, shit. Hmm. Goose is probably buying Great Central, if this is true. <laughs> Goose buys Great Central, and then they they truly divest from AB, become fully independent... Ramp up. And keep their footprint. They keep the current footprint that AB was doing. That, that is that that would be the play, if this is true. It seems ridiculous. It seems far fetched, but my, my thought when we heard this rumor, my initial thought was, man, that's out of bounds. But what if because the AB original AB sale from Goose was um the pubs. Okay. So the pubs were left out. Anheuser Busch bought Goose Island, but the pubs were still like independent. Like the first like two years. Exactly. Kind of. So my thought was, well, maybe what they're meaning is that the family will control the pubs again. So you'll control Clybourne or South Salt Shed. And London and Shanghai and I think there's a Beijing one. Well, those those pubs weren't in play when they sold, but those would be the pubs, yeah. So I, that, I couldn't wrap my head around why they would sell them back. 
But I thought maybe if they do sell it back, maybe it's just a pub. So. I don't know. What is a what's the dude that wrote the book? Um, this book right here? No, not that book. The uh, Grit and Grain. No, the Goose History book that is uninvited from Goose events. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he used to work for the trip. Yeah. Uh, Josh Noll. Man, he would his book. He'd have to do an updated book if this happens. If they saw back. Yeah. Bremen County Stout, and yeah, because he wrote about them selling, <laughs> so it would be. Yeah. I'm curious to see where this goes. What I do like about Goose Man is that they always move, they're always making moves, you know. Whether and we know whether they're killing the sisters or rebranding Matilda or collaborating with breweries that are newer breweries or moving the Salt Shed, right. they they're always doing stuff that um kind of that that keeps me interested in them as a crew. Yeah, I guess, yeah. but we did say that 312 Black Party beer hugs seem, I don't even know if you could buy a beer hugs beer. That day? Maybe over in the beer hugs section, but they didn't have it in the like lineup of everything. Yeah, when you first walk in and buy your tokens, there's a ton of beers you can purchase. I don't I don't think beer hugs was one of them. Not there, maybe over there, well, but beer hugs seems like a, like a set thing that didn't work. Uh, volume wise beer hugs is like a is a big beer for them but it's not i think i think it's their, we, i think it's there for la, for when it debuted i think it's their brand right but we talked about this i think we talked about this on the on an episode or maybe just us bullshitting beer hugs makes no sense in goose island brand it's a bear they're a goose this is a ab beer that Goose, it's under the goose umbrella. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. I think the problem, well, there's, and Steve brought it up. He's like, well, isn't there always already a big hugs? And we were saying you can have all the hugs, you just can't have the big one, right? Right. So I'm, I wonder what conversation, if any, that Goose had with Half Acre around this idea of having a, a line extension with a bunch of hugs in it. Right. You just right? can't. Maybe they're like you can't do a, a stout. Hugs. You can't do a stout and you can't do a big. You can do any other hug. It can't be big and none of your hugs can be a stout. Right. Yeah. Um, they, this, these beers, one year, we were, we were saying this on a previous episode. There was a year where you would go to Goose Island, Fulton, the tap room, and for some reason they'd have seven IPAs on tap. But they were, they spent a lot of time, you know, kind of formulating these beers with the whole idea of scaling them up. Okay. That's so that, true. so they can go to, so but if you put that, if that's your, three-year plan you're not you're not cutting it off at year two you're not cutting it off at year four you're you're gonna see right. this all the way through because you've already spent two years developing so that's why we're seeing beer hug kind of be on billboards and shit and be pushed as much as it is with the and, the, and it has its own installation we want to think about this 312 block party didn't have a 312 installation where it was just like a little 312 village 312 block party had a big hugs section Right. Right. So it's like they they, they even have three one two lemonade. I went to like I was in the suburbs over the weekend. I had a three one two lemonade. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think big. But where's the where's the three one two flavors? At three one two block party. Right. I don't think I don't think big hugs is going anywhere. For beer hugs. Uh, <laughs> I don't think beer hugs is going anywhere. <laughs> but three one two flavors are gone. Yeah. Or they're just not. Or they're regulated to. The summer. They're the regulated. Hard days of summer. And three one two day, right? Oh, so not even summer like St. <laughs> Patrick's. They're regulated to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's the problem with three one two Black Party is it doesn't happen anywhere near three one two day. Three one two day. And if you're a fan of three one two, the beer, you probably you'll have a hard time finding that beer, right? <laughs> Do we see three one two at three one two Black Party? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It was there. Yeah, it was by the October. It was in the like train car, October because I saw the tap okay. handle. Yeah. So, fucking goose. This is better than like you know. I mean, they're an interest. They're still an interesting story for them to be the oldest brewing town. They're still an interesting story, and yeah. I tip my hat to that. I don't even like. This was the most ridiculous rumor that I feel like I go. That is so far fetched that can't be true. And then at times I'm like, it 
could make sense, but there's no no way. No, it doesn't. It's, it seems it's too big now. Tell me if you remember this, man. Um, John Hall, I can remember this because you know we don't write shit down. But I don't feel like I. I don't feel like I make shit up. I feel like people say shit, and I'm like, if I. All right, so this is what I heard. They were saying like, yo, it's always been my dream to have a brewery on Goose Island, and we all get back together and we just start making beers again. You know, that's always what John Hall wanted to do. So, with this fucking that you brought up, this Great Central thing in play, and the Salt Shed thing in play, would it surprise me if AB said, "Take your brewery back," and John Hall said, I, "This is how much I'm offering," and 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 AB says, "Fuck it, here you go." Would that surprise me? No, that would not surprise me. But then they like keep making three one two and IPA around the country. Um, you're gonna have to revisit your footprint. But if you occupy... Probably revisit your... You probably... You scale back. Yeah. Right? Because... We don't know the numbers. That's a problem with this fucking... Them being owned by AB. We don't know the numbers. Right. It is gives. someone in Washington being like, yeah, let me get that beer from Chicago. Do Does everybody need Bourbon County? Does all nine states, 20 states... It's probably in all 50 states. Does 50 states need Bourbon County at this point? Probably not. No. So you scale it back. You, you pull back hard. One more Midwest. note. One more note about right. this goose thing, man. Um, they didn't buy salt shit. The space, the space that they're burning in, okay. they're leasing it. They're leasing it. Yeah, it's easier. It's uh, it's less overhead up front if you just lease the space. But they didn't even own Clybourne. They leased. Well, that. That, so I and remember, I thought that was problematic because every four years it was like, oh, it's, we're, we're going closing forever. <laughs> it's f- bye bye forever. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if you go to salt shit, maybe you bought it. But no. Is Salt Shed, is the, I mean, we're kind of long on this. Is the Salt Shed Goose Island going to be open for food when a band is not playing? Like well, the Clybourne Pub is? It's, it's room for 300 people. And, okay. um, so you could just go there on a Tuesday afternoon? Winter launch. Yeah, because it's, um, you've been to Salt Shed? It's no. the, uh, so, you, you know, you enter, um, and it's a cul-de-sac. You enter Salt Shed, and the block ends, and the block ends at the river. And there's this little building right where it ends. That's Goose Island. And then there's this massive structure okay. where the salt shed is. Because we were told uh, by running Mike Jacobs, uh, brew pub, brewmaster. Pub, pub brewmaster. Pub brewer, head brewer. Uh, end of October is the date that they're done, right? Yeah. Or that's the, that's the supposed date of the end of Clybourne. Yeah. I, mi- I missed Are it. Are we breaking... Two newses, the, the the sale and or not the we don't, the rumor of the sale and the Clybourne yeah, pub I, is uh, really shutting down end of October. And the reason I bring up this leasing shit is because um, the building that Old Irving is in used to be the old Goose Barrel Warehouse, and the leasing agreement was up, and they just didn't lease it to Goose. Hmm. They leased it to someone else who was going to pay more, right? right that okay. wasn't that the scenario. Yeah. So it's like. You're doing all this leasing shit and not buying anything, and it's probably out of your control. But it's interesting that everything's being leased. Right. And that they're moving all the equipment from Clybourne and hooking it back up at Salt Shed. Yeah. Hmm. Again, <laughs> down, the, down the wormhole, the, these fucking guys. Does people tell us things while drinking wheat? Attempt to remember what was told to us. Yeah. Um, and then we, we're driving. R- rumors become, uh, I don't know, misinformation at some point. I don't know. But I, I, I will say this, and this is what I like about the show. It's an opportunity. Us saying all this stuff is an opportunity to invite people who heard it and know that it's not accurate to fucking tell us so we can know. It's an opportunity to have a different conversation. So if me and you don't say it, no one else is going to move it, move the conversation forward. You know what I mean? No one else is going to hop in and say, this part was right, this part was way off. But us saying it is important because we're going to see people and they're going to be like, yeah, it was kind of off. But this is what I know. Well, someone's like, you weren't supposed to know that. (laughs) We're not inviting you to Bourbon County Day now. (laughs) Or that. Yeah, but but yeah, um, I'm rooting for them. We heard this from non 
Goose Island people. Oh, Just yeah. to like be clear, this did, we did not hear this at three one two day from anyone there. I think this is would be referred to as wildly speculating. We have no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah, um, I did we, say we, while we were having an Oktoberfest, so you can. I only have one. I had yeah. we had many other things at three one two day. So well, let's, let's root. I'm rooting for the scenario where if they sell, if AB sells Goose, they sell it back to John. And then they fucking buy Great Central and they just start brewing all the stuff here again. <laughs> that I think that'd be a very cool way to end it. End or start a new chapter? Right. Like, just bring it all full circle. Okay. Uh, so I said we had these uh, awards. We'll save those for next time because we're already... Our steins are empty. <clears throat> yeah, seven, seven, uh, there are seven wins. Seven right. Illinois wins. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. There was no... Only one in Chicago property. Yeah, that was Horse Leaf Hollow. Every so one Chicago win, and six Illinois yeah. wins. There was no one I was super excited for, so we'll see. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> we support. We love all all Chicago land breweries. You know, let's be clear. We support. We drink. We drink all. It's pretty much exclusively Chicago land beer. So yeah. So. <laughs> So there's that. None of my, none of my heroes, <laughs> heroes won. I didn't see that. I'm trying to get out of it. And Brad fucking doubles down. We drink all Chicago land beer. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I think uh, we may take it easy this weekend. Uh, Beguile's coming up. But Nick, where can people find you? Get in touch. Hey, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm around. I'm not really on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm around. <laughs> Look for me somewhere. <laughs> Chicago Beer Pass, ChicagoBeerPass.com. And uh, yeah, episodes are going up. Should be weekly. Feeds working. Take care. Cheers.